Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Formerly Crazy. I'm your host, Christian Sanchez, and this week we are featuring a very special guest. I have Jenna Kone on the podcast today, and she is a content creator. She's also a friend of mine. I actually met Jenna back in 2021 because I always saw her come up on my TikTok page and saw that she always gave reviews about going clubbing and like the best restaurants to eat in New York. And I just really liked her personable kind of vibe. Like she seemed like someone, she reminded me of my friends that I hang out with. I was like, oh my God, I know I'll totally fuck with this girl. She seems so cool. And so back when I was still doing Thought Topic, I added, I asked her, hey, I'm doing a podcast. Would you like to be a guest on it? And her episode was actually like super loved, got a lot of downloads. And yeah, her and I just became friends and bonded. So I've actually known her for a couple of years now. And she has like really started to pop off on social media. Like she always was that girl, but now she's really that girl. So today we talk about her leaving her corporate job to pursue social media Um, We also talk about kind of our growth journey from being kind of, I don't know, party girls to now in our mature era. And it's just really fun. And it's lighthearted, but still very vulnerable, which, again, that's what this new brand is all about. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Make sure you share it with a friend, leave a review. Um, And without further ado, let's get into it with Jenna. And welcome back to Formerly Crazy. I'm here with our special guest today, Miss Jenna Kone. Hi, Queen. Hey. Welcome to Podcast 2.0. Yay. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> okay, guys, the real tea is Jenna did my old show with me before, and that's how we met each other. Cause I just like found you on TikTok and I was like, I love her. She's so <laughs> cute. And I don't know, I just I had this like instinct watching your video i'm like i feel like we're very similar people mm-hmm. and it turns out i was correct because we're both sagittarius yes and former club thoughts exactly yeah so i have always loved your content you're a content creator thank you yes i am okay you know what let me not even waste my time trying to introduce you i'm like reading off your like fun facts why don't you introduce yourself <laughs> hi i'm Janet. um i'm a content creator on both tiktok and instagram soon to be youtube hopefully oh my god yes <laughs> that's the goal um i've been doing content for about two and a half years now but realistically like in my head like 10 years <laughs> oh really yeah i always wanted to do like youtube and long-form content but like it just never worked out and then thankfully like in 2020 you know when the pandemic was happening i just started doing short to form content on TikTok and it started to take off. And then recently, actually January of this year, I made a new Instagram and thank God it was, it took off and I gained like 30,000 followers in like two and a half months. Dude, yes. I was literally telling my boyfriend about that this morning. I was like, Jenna literally made a new Instagram. Like it was a couple months ago, right? Yeah. And I'm like, she already has like what? Like 10K? No, over 10K. I have like 38K right now. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm just so impressed by your commitment to like, always learning kind of the new algorithm and like how to make the I don't know just how to be on top and ahead of the curve when it comes to social media because everyone these days is like I'm an influencer I was saying before we started recording today I was like that tweet I always think about of um we need electricians instead of influencers (laughs) yeah (laughs) but it's so it's like 
such a niche thing in time that I, I feel very fortunate that we get to experience Yeah, because it's completely like changed. I don't know. It's changed so many different industries. Yeah, It's so fun. How do you feel about it? Like content creation, like what's, what's your take on it as someone like working in the field? Yeah. Social media. Honestly, I love it. And I feel like the reason it gets such a bad rep is because it's female dominated. Yeah. And I feel like as soon as girls like something, people are like, oh, like they don't respect it. You know what I mean? No, that's so true. And it's like, it's basically new form of marketing. Like it's the future of marketing ultimately. Like, because if you think about it, like, you know, I have like a marketing background. You hire a PR team, you hire a copywriter, you hire a creative team you hire you know what i mean like a videographer yeah so many different things and when you do content creation you're all of that in one and instead of having a pr team send it out to people like first of all no one reads magazines anymore but send it out to like me with my vogue magazines i'm like yeah no one reads them (laughs) i don't i just look at the pictures but you're right they're cute for the coffee table yes but (laughs) instead of like having someone send it out to that team or put it on a billboard you literally have a content creator who already has the audience you're looking for and you're paying them a fraction of the price of what you would pay all of those like different agencies um in one so honestly i think it's the future of marketing and it's great that people saw a way to, you know, kind of monetize like social media and yeah. turn it into something else. So I, I think it. it also makes it more accessible because you don't have to go to school, get a four-year yeah. degree, get yourself in debt exactly. to like enter this field. Exactly. It's like a, it's a, such a niche trade that you can teach yourself mm-hmm. and make fucking money off of. Okay, literally you talking about how anything girls like people are like that's fucking dumb yeah that's literally was my inspo for this, this episode because the ti- the title of this episode is the girls are bossing <laughs> i'm sure you can relate to that yes because it's so true like i mean you even think of the meme girl boss like it's like a joke now yeah. but it it is such a thing that when you're a self-motivated like young woman yeah people are like ew that's so embarrassing. And it's right. like, is it embarrassing that I can literally live comfortably because I post videos on the internet? Re- literally. Not really. <laughs> like, girls are making, like, doctor salaries and even more than that. Like, yeah. literally getting people's entire salary from one brand deal. Like, it's insane. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have so many questions for you. I'm so excited. Um, real quick, we're going to do, like, a little icebreaker vibes. Yes. Are you ready? Okay, first, what's your zodiac sign? Sagittarius. Duh. Of course. Sagittarius are the best hello <laughs> wait what's your do you know your moon and rising i forget yes. you told me before yes so wait should you guess or <laughs> i can okay i feel like you definitely have earth in in the big three do you no no okay i know okay wait one of it it's libra right no no okay 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 what is it so sag sun okay aries moon sag rising wait you're (laughs) so fire sign i'm scared yeah but i love it yeah okay not my baby cancer moon coming out like i'm scared (laughs) um okay that that's totally why you're a girl boss oh thank you so like aggressive fiery energy in like the best way possible thank you i think people who don't like um fire signs are pussies but that's my opinion they just can't handle the truth (laughs) they can't sorry you're not up to the same level as us exactly okay yes i do remember you telling me it was aries but i second guessed myself aries moon how does that like relate to your emotional side your emotional vulnerability oh um i think i'm like very um do you feel comfortable like expressing your emotions 
no oh okay <laughs> fire sign well here's the thing okay so it's interesting because like i'm also like very like the aries comes out when i'm like mad like i can get mad and like snap Sounds at somebody right. <laughs> but then i get over it so quickly i'll be like oh my god like you're so fucking annoying or whatever and then like i'll get mad at somebody or we'll like argue and then like, like two minutes later yeah i'm like okay we're cool let's go to the mall like let's go do this dude oh my god my aries siblings are like that. i have a sister and a brother who are both aries and they are so like that like yeah. when they're mad they're crazy mad they yeah. like see red and then like they'll be like mm, do you want to go to the mall <laughs> yeah i'm like uh are you okay? <laughs> no, I, okay. I, it's funny you say that because I feel like all fire signs are like that, regardless of what your placements are. Yeah. Like we're very like, on, we're like fire. We're on fire and then yeah. we're off. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I relate to that. My cancer moon makes me like a little emotional baby. Like sensitive. Yeah. Aww. Very sensitive. But like my fire sign or my Sag sun and my Libra rising is like, shut up, bitch. <laughs> so yeah. So I love a fire sign. I love it. Honestly. Like I feel like, I don't express my other emotions as often, but like, um, yeah, I think that comes with like growing and like maturing as well. I feel like I'm getting better with learning how to do that. Well, I also feel like you're very articulate. Mm. Like as long as I've known you, I feel like you're very good at understanding like situations for what they are and being able to explain it, but not necessarily like show how you feel about it, Yeah, which I think can kind of be a superpower. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Like I think there's strengths in both. Like if you are a very emotional person or you're more like analytical about your emotions, right? Like me, I'm emotional and like, I know how to express how I feel when I'm feeling it. Yeah. But like when I'm not feeling it, I'm like, oh, everything's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't feel that way. And then I'm like crying and I'm like, no, I'm so upset. <laughs> anyway, formerly crazy. Um, okay, let's see. What's your biggest dream in life? My biggest dream. Oh my God. I feel like it's changed as I've gotten older. I remember growing up, I used to want to be like so rich and powerful and all that stuff. I think when you get older, you're like, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, so now I think my biggest dream is just making sure that my parents are okay, taking care of my mom Um, and like making sure she doesn't have to work. Hopefully I can do that soon. Ultimately being able to travel and be comfortable and live a comfortable lifestyle, like not have to worry. Oh, if I want to go to like... Bora Bora tomorrow, I can do that. You know what I mean? I want to live comfortably, be able to travel and take care of my parents, essentially. But I don't have a dream to be like rich and famous or like whatever like that anymore, you know? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I kind of feel a similar way. Maybe that's like what growing up is. Yeah. Because like when you're young, you're like, I'm going to be the biggest star in the world. Yeah. Because, you know, we all like watch Hannah Montana and shit growing up. We're like, that's me, bitch. Um, (laughs) But I kind of feel the same way, especially because like I kind of relate to that being an actor. Yeah. Because I used to think like, oh, I got to be like famous by the time I'm 22. Mind you, I'm not a fucking Nepo baby. So do you know how fucking hard that is to do? Right. So, I feel like now what I've realized like especially now that I've been working professionally as an actor like for a few years now I've realized that it's way easier to just try to consistently work doing what you love yeah. and live comfortably yeah. instead of trying to be like the richest the most famous and well known because that path can be kind of dark and hard to go down Yeah, like at least in entertainment you know you kind of have to do shady things to be exactly. able to get to that level or you know if you want to be really rich sometimes you have to work exploitive jobs or exploit yeah. other people and it's just like mm, we don't need to do that Yeah, I can be happy like without compromising my morality I think exactly yeah so I relate to that a lot my dream in life is to be comfortable exactly yeah be comfortable and not have to work too hard a soft life yes (laughs) soft yes agree hard agree hard 
<laughs> approval on that because like i really say that to my boyfriend a lot i'm like mm. i literally say to him i'm like with my day job that supports like paying my bills yeah when i'm not acting um i say to him i'm like i only want to work like i don't want to work full-time yeah. i only want to work like four days a week yeah max that's fair you know what i mean yeah so that way i have time for myself i have time for my like creative work i have time to like just be cute or be lazy yeah you know so no that's fair i feel like we only have one life might as well like take the time to live it i don't want to spend my whole life like working and living to work like i've already done that like you know what i mean yeah i feel the same way and like i don't know i, I feel like that's such like a you're a zillennial right yeah, yeah. you're 96 95 95 yeah, yeah. so you we're zillennials we're like in between i feel like that's where i identify being more gen z versus millennial yeah. is i'm like mm, i don't want to work that hard yeah like, and, I, and you know you and i i feel like we're both kind of hustlers yeah like we're both kind of go-getter personalities but we're not so excessive to the point where it's like we're gonna compromise our happiness or like health yeah to like work for someone else yeah exactly. that's dumb it's like i've been there done that when i was in college i was literally working like four different jobs doing a million different things yeah and going to school and i remember being so fucking miserable and i looked yeah. back at that time and i was like damn i like i did enjoy i'm not gonna lie i did enjoy but i didn't enjoy <laughs> as much as i could have if i didn't have to do those things yeah and so now it's like that i'm in a position where i can I'm like, okay, let me go ahead and give myself that time to do the things that I enjoy because I don't want to look back in five, 10 years and be like, damn, like all I did was work and I never had any fun, you no, know? No, I feel, I totally feel the same way. Like, and what is the point of working your life away anyway? Yeah. You know, like you're just going to be miserable and I don't know, you might as well enjoy this shit because the world's going to end from global warming anyway. <laughs> I, that's what I think. <laughs> True. Okay, ooh. So because the show is called Formerly Crazy, um, do you consider yourself crazy? Why or why not? And what does that mean to you? <sighs> crazy? Um, I think everyone's crazy in their own way, yeah. right? Like, I feel like I am delusional and crazy in a sense. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Yes. And I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And I try not to tell people too many things, you know, about what I want, because I'm like, let's just let it happen. You know oh my I mean? God. I'm trying so hard to be that way, but I'm such a blabbermouth. Like when good <laughs> things happen to me, I'm literally telling everyone, I like tell strangers like on the street. <laughs> so I, I need to like learn that from you, but yes, continue. So you're, you're kind of like a manifester in a yeah, way. Yeah. Like I like to manifest things or like, yeah, basically manifest them all the time. I'll write it down or I'll just think about it. And like, sometimes I like don't necessarily do the things to get there but i'm like oh it's gonna happen it's gonna happen. you just like <laughs> trust the process yeah that's also that fire sign confidence yeah like we just like i okay one it, i think it's because we're sages we're just kind of naturally lucky people yeah like i've always felt like good things just kind of happened to me mm -hmm. and like obviously i've had hardships in life but i feel like in general day to day I don't have to like struggle very hard and like good things just kind of, I put good energy out yeah. and I feel, I feel it come back to me. Yeah. So I feel like that's one aspect of it. And then I also feel like it, part of what it is too, is that we just kind of have that, that aspect of our personality where we're like, oh, I know I can make this happen. So I'll figure it out eventually. We're optimistic people. Yeah. yeah. And I think that optimism can take you a long way. Cause like when you sit there and just beat yourself up about it, like something that you don't already have yet, it's like, what's the point of that? You know, just like own it and be like, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I don't know how, but it'll, it'll happen. happen. Yeah, yes. it'll work out. Oh my God, totally. Okay, like for example, <laughs> 
I like I was up for a really big role this week I didn't end up getting it sad face but I literally was like running around telling everybody I was like oh god I'm so I'm up for this part it's between me and another person I was so excited and then one of my friends she's like this Russian girl I work with she's a good friend of mine and she was like, Christian, we have like a saying in Russia that like when good things happen to you, you can't tell people. And I was like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, never mind. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't, I don't know why I'm like that. Maybe it's just because I get excited. Yeah, yeah. But you want to share. But I don't ever think of that as a bad thing. Like if I tell somebody some exciting news and then it and doesn't end up working out, I don't feel embarrassed about it afterwards. Yeah. But I think that's part of also like I don't have a lot of shame. Good. So I think that's also what makes me crazy. Mm-hmm. I, how do you do you relate to that feeling how do you so what do you think about that yes and no it depends like i'm like very much like i'll move in silence oh, oh my uh, god no I my haters to. are playing on my downfall it's like with certain things like if yeah. there's something big that i really want to happen i'll be like okay let me wait till like everything if it's like a big big thing yeah but like day to day like little things i'll be like okay like whatever like for example the beginning of this year i was like okay i want to grow my instagram account i don't know how it's gonna happen i was like in a making a mood board with like a bunch of people my friend invited me but i didn't know any of her friends and i was like okay this is how many followers i'm gonna have on instagram by the end of the year yeah you know and granted like just throwing things like that out there like it could i could have had no followers you know i could have still like my account could have went nowhere but yeah sometimes i feel like you do need to say it out loud and believe it for those things to happen you know what i mean yeah like because if you just think about it it i feel like when it's tangible or like you tell other people about it it makes it more real yeah because if it's just a thought in your head that's all it is a thought and then you're not really acting on it as yeah. much or it takes a little more energy to act on it exactly so. it's kind of like an accountability thing too like yeah. you telling people yeah it holds you yeah exactly it holds you accountable oh i love that and you know what the thing is too is that i feel like the word crazy has such a negative context to it and i feel like i mean my whole premise with starting the show was that um women are always like labeled as crazy whenever we just you know don't hate ourselves yeah literally (laughs) whenever we like stand up for ourselves or just like do things that aren't self-deprecating they're like oh you're crazy (laughs) it's like okay but yeah i just think that that's part of what I want this new show and this new message to be about is just like kind of having that delusional confidence or giving other people that confidence to like do whatever they want. I love that. So I love that. Yay. Aw. See, this podcast is giving mature vibes. It is so mature. I love it. Yes. Jenna texted me last night when I sent her the outline and she was like, ooh, so mature. (laughs) No, because it's funny because the last one we did, we were like talking about like going out and like, you know, I feel like we were, yeah, in a different place. (laughs) Let's do a little would you rather game. Yeah. And then we'll get into our girl boss questions. (laughs) Speaking of like going out and shit, this is my first would you rather. Okay. Okay. Would you rather have the worst night out but meet a hot guy at the end of the night or have the best night ever but you get banned from your favorite club? Ooh, worst night ever but meet a hot guy i feel like that's like great because it's like i'm always thinking about like this is where the delusional i'm always like oh my god is this the, my husband like it was meant to be you know so the night wasn't bad because i met a hot guy and- right it like is the spring like the silver lining yeah, in the exactly. bad night okay exactly. what's your favorite club currently right now cafe Erzuli. like that's my favorite spot i've right been now. hearing about this place a lot it's in brooklyn it's such a vibe the only thing is there's a cover which i i hate covers but it seems like the best places always have covers true but it is yeah, so they much don't fun make people buy like tables and shit right yeah you just like get drinks at the bar things like that yeah and it is so fucking fun like literally like 
the last time I went there, and I don't want to be dramatic, but the first time I ever went there, I was like, this place feels like home. Aww. <laughs> like, Wait, where in Brooklyn is it? It's like in like... It's like Flap... No, not no, Flatbush? No, like, it's like Bushwick area. Okay. Like, yeah, so... um it's funny because it's very much like afro beats like and it felt like going to an african party like oh, at love home. That. so i was like oh wow this is like really nice like yes. all some jollof rice and it's a party you know what i mean <laughs> so like it felt very much like that so i really like that spot uh definitely check it out we should go like i'm down okay my thing is i'm so glad you you live in brooklyn right yeah I live in Williamsburg. okay so i miss living in brooklyn just for the brooklyn nightlife yes and even though i'm a queens girly now and proudly so um i can never convince any of my friends to go out in brooklyn yeah. i'm like i'm down to go i'll pay for the uber i don't <laughs> give a fuck i want to go because i know it's fun there's so much brooklyn is such a vibe i used to be a big manhattan girly and now yeah. you can't catch me well okay that's a lot but <laughs> it's very much it's hard for me to want to go out in manhattan like it has to no, be I like a really good spot but like very rarely do i want to go out in manhattan you know? yeah no i feel the same way i feel like i only want to go out if i know i'm with like my good group of friends yeah. and we're gonna make it fun no matter where we go exactly but there's nowhere in manhattan that i'm like oh i love that club i want to go especially because i feel like we've done it all you know what i mean yeah. you've been to all the clubs that are like oh promote and like those promoter club vibes are like not not it anymore no i, don't know. I only go well i'm like maybe it's because i'm like in my mid-20s now so i'm like am i growing up or yeah. do they really suck have yeah. they always sucked have they always sucked <laughs> i think they always sucked but i would just was like ooh, free liquor yeah but no i feel like that's the only time i ever bothered to go to like a towel group club or anything yeah. like that is if i just want to drink for free and exactly. like be a little feral rat <laughs> Like, sure, I'll go to Marquee, but like, I don't like the vibes. Yeah. It just is not, it doesn't feel fun. It's so, not. No, yeah. I'm with you on that. It's like college. And it's like, I think I, like now that we're older, it's like I grow up and I'm like, damn, like that used to be me. I look at that and I'm like, know. oh, I was just like drunk, like 20 year olds, 21 year olds. And I'm like, just uh, being a mess. Yeah. I mean, I'm still a mess now, but it's more fun because I know what I'm doing. I'm like yeah, self-aware yeah, yeah. that I'm being a mess. Yeah. Oh my God. I just think in general, people kind of like don't know how to act when they go out. And yeah. I just am not into that. Like I'm going to go somewhere inclusive, fun, yes. chill vibes, not have to worry about people being stinky. Yeah. And that's the thing. I feel like a lot of the Manhattan clubs, they have this culture, which I used to think was so cool and cute when, you know, I was younger and in college and I'd be like, oh my God, exclusive. Like I'm in the most exclusive club in Manhattan. But yeah. now it's like, fuck that. Like, cause it's half those lame. times, it's not even fun when you go in. Half the girls aren't even dancing. They're just sitting at a promoter table taking pictures, which is fine. But it's like, nobody is actually It's not like a fun vibe. Fun. Yeah. It's like, uh, we're here because we can be here. We're here to be cute and to say we got into somewhere, right? They're not actually there to party and have a good time. Whereas I feel like in Brooklyn, it's like people actually want to dance. They, they want to have a good meet time. New people. Like, yeah, they want to yeah. mingle with new people. Like, yeah. And that's more of the vibe I'd rather be around now. Me too. Okay, just wanted to go on that nightlife tangent since <laughs> a lot of your content is about recommendations. Yes. So if you ever need a good club, restaurant, any like NYC venues, you have to look at Jenna's socials, but we'll plug that at the end. Oh, thank I you. I just wanted to throw that in there because I like your recs. Thank you. Okay, quick. Um, would you rather be bald for a year or sit in jail for a day? <laughs> Ooh. Oh my God. And you gotta be hard. like, embrace the bald. If I'm in jail, is it like I'm in like a prison or yeah. I'm like just you're like fully experience, experiencing a day as a prisoner in jail? Oh, my God. Be bald for a year. I couldn't make it in jail. I, yeah. I get beat up. Like, I'd be, I'd be bitch. scared. <laughs> 
No, same. Like, you leave at the end of the day. You're like, I'm in a gang now. Literally. I probably have my head shaved anyway at that point. Like, they probably shaved my head, scalp me. Like, yeah. who knows? I have a couple tattoos on me. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel the same way. I think I'd be bald for a year, too. Whatever. We'll embrace it. Yeah, who cares? It's only a year. I can wear wigs. I can, like, I don't care. If you pick sit in jail for a day, you're crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, last one. <laughs> I forgot I wrote this. Have sex with your celebrity crush, but be single the rest of your life, or have your future husband be five feet tall. Oh my god, that's <laughs> hard. Oh my god, I love short kings. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, and how tall? You're tall, right? I'm like I'm a I'm a strong five seven. Okay, but um, I seem taller than I am. Yeah, it's like my leg portion, my leg ratio to my torso portion. Portia, I, I just seem tall. Is yeah, yeah you give say? tall energy. Um, oh my god, that's so hard. <laughs> Who's your celebrity crush? I Do you have, have like one? So many. Um, I think my ultimate one is Jason Momoa. Oh, he is sexy. So hot. Ooh. Like, oh, like yeah. in any any decade, any year, like he's yeah. just so fucking hot, Jason Momoa. Um, I think I would take. I'll have my, I'll just marry a five foot guy. You know yeah. what? It's fine. It's, you know, if we're in love, then it won't even matter. You know, if I really love him, it won't matter. Right. right. Do you know, have you ever dated a guy shorter than you? Never shorter than me, but I've dated a couple of short kings. Like, yeah. cause I'm like kind of tall, I guess you could say. Yeah. We're like around the same height, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like a week five, seven though. <laughs> You're like a strong, I'm like a weak five. I'm like, I'm like hanging on to those like and a half. Like, like I might be five eight, but I think I'm five seven. Yeah. I just say five seven to be safe. But I'm like yeah. five six and a half. So I'm like a. But you're claiming. Yeah, five, I'm claiming. I'm like. I identify as five seven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay. But yeah, so I've dated guys who are like quote unquote five eight, but like they're literally like almost the same height as me. Um, yeah. So when I wear heels, I'm a lot taller than them and I've done that and that's been fine. So I'm like, okay, you know what, whatever. Yeah. If I'm in love, it's fine. I wouldn't want to be single the rest of my life. I'm looking for a partner. So. Aww, <laughs> you want like the commitment. Yeah, so, I want yeah. love. I've been watching Bridgerton and like the expectations oh. are through the roof. So I'm like, I need that like kind of love. Bridgerton really does capture that like classic romance vibe. Yeah. And it makes women like have it go feral. You're like, I need a man like this. Yes. Yeah, like, where's it. the love like that? Girl, I keep, okay, quick tangent. I keep seeing TikTok videos about men wanting to be treated like princesses. Oh my God. Ring in their princesses era. <laughs> and it just cracks me up every time because they're like, yeah, I honestly think girls should pay. Oh my and God. I don't know. It's just, it's really funny to watch people make satire out of it because there are really men out here acting like that. And it's like, mm, there's so wage gap. Yikes. Still, yeah yeah there's still a lot of power imbalance so no yeah and it's <laughs> so, always the broke men who do that too like right guys who have money never complain about paying yeah yeah so can't relate anyway <laughs> jenny thanks for playing of course let's um get into our girl bossy questions so like we said in the beginning of the episode, like you're a content creator, but this is more of like a newfound freedom. Yeah. Because you also used to work a nine to five job. Um, how did you go with that transition working for someone else to working for yourself? Yeah. So it was actually like an interesting transition because like right when I initially left my nine to five, I had a three week trip around Europe planned. So it was Crazy. kind of like literally like that sad energy. I literally left my job and literally that's three days so le less than a week later i was in europe you know what i mean so it was like i kind of just jumped into like this big vacation but it didn't feel real because i was in europe the whole time you know yeah. what i mean 
So when I came back, then it was kind of like, okay, now shit's real. I'm actually not going in. Like, so it was like, I really had to figure out how to manage my time properly. Yeah. Which is way harder. Like when you don't have someone constantly on you, like, oh, you need to get this done. You have this deadline. So it was kind of, it was hard to like figure out what my deadlines are, like what I need to do, what my personal goals are and how to execute them without having someone tell you how to do that. Totally. So I feel like the first couple months were really hard. I feel like I'm finally like, starting to get into the flow of it and it's been it's been a little bit so i'm like it took a while to transition and figure that out because i feel like especially as a content creator you know people say you quit your nine to five to work 24 7 and it's really true so it's like it's hard to like have like strict boundaries of when you're clocked in and when you're not exactly because like an opportunity could come up whenever and you have to like be on top of it exactly totally yeah would you describe yourself as like a girl boss yeah i think so i think so too thank you i'm also a girl boss so i'll take it you know what yeah like like i said even though the term girl boss is kind of like a meme now and we joke about it it's obviously important to have those kind of qualities you know to be self-motivating self-disciplined and when you have a creative job like this yeah you know like for me it's acting for you it's content creation you have to be really disciplined yeah and i think that's kind of like where the idea of the girl boss is or where it comes from is having that like internal drive and that internal motivation but i feel like people like us are kind of changing the narrative about it instead of like contributing to toxic hustle culture yeah we're kind of like embracing more of a balance yeah would you agree with that or yeah what do you think about that so yeah i'm over the toxic hustle culture (laughs) but that's why i feel like you left your job right and decided to work for yourself exactly like i was over like constantly like doing something for someone else and feeling so unmotivated and unfulfilled by it yeah and i think a part of being a girl boss is like doing these things for yourself and striving for something more you know and i feel like even doing content it's like i feel like i'm filling my own cup up yes that makes sense no Um, totally yeah so i'm hustling on my own account and in my own accord and it makes me feel better because i'm like okay yeah i'm hustling to do xyz but it's like because i like to do it you know what i mean not because like you have to to yeah yeah and it's just like i don't know i really have this attitude ever since the pandemic that like I truly just don't have the desire to do something I don't want to do. Like, I just cannot. Everything I do is because I genuinely like to. And that's what I'm always working towards. Like, obviously, sometimes we have to do things that are hard. Exactly. But I would rather do something that's hard that I enjoy Mm -hmm. doing something that's hard that I fucking hate. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Life's too short. The pandemic really, like, I feel like changed everyone's mindset and realized, like, anything could happen at any time. So, like don't spend so much time being miserable. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, try it, to do those things for yourself. Right. And it's like, obviously, if you want to have a better future for yourself, you have to work hard. But yeah. it's like, you can still enjoy your life while working hard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just so over this, like, oh, hard work is pain. And da 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 Why does it have to be? Yeah. Maybe it was like that in, like, the 80s and 90s. But it's like, you know, it's yeah. a new generation. And we're changing shit. I am so here for that. So, I don't know. And if I feel like I don't want to work that day, I don't have to. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, okay, so if you want, tell, give us a little background on how you made the decision to go from working like a corporate or nine to five job to working for yourself. Like I know how, I know you just said like what kind of like the difficulties were in that transition, but what was the like, give us a story on, I mean, I know what happened, yeah. but give us a story on like what made you make that decision. Okay, should I give the tea? Yeah, oh, that's what I want. Okay, give okay. us the tea, girl. <laughs> okay, so 
ultimately I was working in a position um, doing marketing, product development, and I was, you know, already like not super happy with the job. I'd been there for like over three years. I hadn't gotten a raise. I hadn't gotten like a, like a title change or anything like that. Yeah. Um, and so I was already feeling pretty unfulfilled and it just continued like for them, like as people would leave the company, you would kind of take on their roles without getting an increase in pay, without getting anything. For example, we had like a copywriter leave and instead of like hiring a new one, I took over that role for six months, never got a raise, you know, things like that. Like we, and then we had a girl on our social team leave, like the coordinator. And then like, again, like nobody ever took over that role, but like things like that would continue to happen. And like the budget wouldn't be reallocated, reallocated and things like that. Right. So you're doing work, but not getting more work and not getting more money for it. Exactly. But dumb. The straw (laughs) that kind of broke the camel's back was mostly like when they started to kind of try to exploit me a little bit to do social media content and video content for them when yeah. I was not my position in the company I did, was didn't have any real I wasn't a social media coordinator I wasn't a social media manager I had no uh position in that role at all yeah. and they continued to ask me to you know basically film video content edit video content write the copy for it and it just came to the point that I was like you know what I this is not part of my role and I don't want to do it unless I can get an increase in pay or a change in title or you know because I'm I feel like we're in that stage where it's like if you want people to do more work outside of their scope of work like they need to be compensated for that totally well and you even said you mentioned before too like they had a social media team yeah so that's like even crazy that they would ask you to do that when they literally have someone already whose job that is exactly like that's insane to me that's crazy literally and it's like so i'm like we already have someone who can be doing these roles so why would you ask me and the reason i know the answer for why they would ask me because i already had a social media presence and I already was yeah. doing it and they knew that. So it was kind of a way to exploit me yeah, and not pay me for the services that I'd be giving them. Yeah, totally. And so I didn't really like the way that it didn't sit well with me and I was like already kind of over the company and you know, I think it was like, I just was like, okay, I need to leave, but I need to be solid before I leave. I need something that's going to like push me to leave. You totally, know what I mean? Yeah. And I yeah, been, it's like, you want to have that safety now. You don't want to just quit and then be like, I'll figure it out. Like, right. you know, we're not dumb. We got bills yeah, to pay. Exactly. So we have to figure it out. We're yeah. in New York city. It's like, you can't do that. Yeah. Maybe if I like lived in long Island or something, but yeah. like, New Jersey or some shit. Right. Yeah, no. Um, so finally, thankfully I got the most amazing opportunity to travel throughout Europe for three weeks, um, and get paid for it. And, um, that opportunity was like the thing that I was like, oh my God. And so when I asked my company if I could go and like, you know, work from home sometimes or like, you know, just take a vacation and they were like, oh no, you need like six months in advance, like to ask, which is kind of crazy already that's like, like i've never heard of that i've never heard of that like either. even at my silly little like bartending server job you can ask for a week off as long as it's two weeks in advance yeah. like that's the standard pretty much everywhere two weeks in advance has always been the standard like yeah even i think we had like time off requests and it said do it two weeks in advance but anyway i digress yeah um, and that was like crazy to me i was like okay this is obviously not it's a very toxic company it's not a company that i even identify with morally, I was like, and I don't, and the fact that they were going to refuse my time off request anyway for this amazing opportunity was like kind of the straw that broke the camel, camel's back. And I was yeah. 
I need to do this for myself. I've never been to Europe before. I've never traveled solo before. I've never had such an amazing opportunity as a creator to be a small creator, technically like still a micro influencer. Getting an opportunity to travel to Europe is huge and, yeah, and be you're- paid for it. Like that's insane. Yeah, well, I sorry. I was just going to say like, I feel like also bosses that really do value you they want you to have good opportunities like they should be excited for you to take an opportunity like that not be like oh no like you can't do that you know what i mean yeah or even try and work with you and be like okay well maybe you can't do this but let's see what like maybe you could take this amount of time maybe we do this like i don't know maybe you like work over zoom or some shit yeah while you're gone no that's like fucked up yeah especially working in europe it's like easy because of the hours it's like a couple hours ahead so i'd be starting at like two o'clock yeah so it's not bad but like they didn't even try and work with me and i was like it already been like a pretty toxic situation so i was like i'd be crazy not to take this opportunity to go to europe and like i ended up having the most amazing time of my life where did you end up going in europe so i started in paris okay. and then i went to milan i took a day trip to lake como i oh went to venice i went to rome i went to the amalfi coast um positano amalfi and pompeii holy shit yeah you, you, okay world traveler yeah Love. i went to portugal and london after so it was literally like a whole extravaganza my sister yes. met me halfway through and like did the last half with me but it was just so amazing and it was like wow like seeing the world and seeing and even meeting other people while I was there they and hearing about their job experiences and things they've been through I was like it just felt like it was the right decision you know yeah well and I think that goes back to what we were saying that like your life is not defined by just work yeah like you still have to like live and enjoy your life yeah and if your job allows you to do that that's like a no-brainer like obviously you're gonna take that opportunity yeah you know so that's like so admirable and I think it's so hard for people to like to kind of make that leap yeah and it's so hard y- yeah just because like you know obviously even though like you know we're sitting here saying like since the pandemic you know fuck working hard or yeah, like yeah. being exploited whatever obviously that's true but i do understand and like recognize that it is really hard for some people to like you know take a risk when you have a lot on the line exactly. or you know even if you are like scared to do that but i feel like hearing stories like that that's what motivates me to like do what I'm doing yeah. and to like pursue my career in entertainment, do podcasting yeah. just because it's like so inspirational when you see people, especially like being your friend and like knowing you and seeing like all the opportunities that come your way. It's like inspirational to me. Oh, thank so, you. Yes. I'm like, every time I see you like get a new like brand deal or partnership, I'm like, oh my God, yes. Oh, thank it's you. It's so fun. How would you rate your like work-life balance on a scale of one to 10 and why? Okay, um, I would say probably like a six, five or six. It's okay. Like, okay, so it's like okay, but it's it could be better. I'm not great with it. I would say honestly, because it's like even when I'm not working, sometimes I'm thinking about working. Yeah, I think it's because of social media. Like you're always like the wheels are always turning. You can always like get ideas. Yeah, Yeah. I could watch someone's video and be like, oh, that's a cool sound. I want to use that. Like blah blah. blah. Or I could be at the gym and I'll. will pop in my head and i'm like oh i should do that you know what i mean yeah or it's like if i'm not working and i'm with my friends sometimes i'm like oh that's good content i don't know like everything is content yes okay i totally get that because like sometimes like okay for example last night my boyfriend and i had our anniversary dinner and i was getting ready i was about to get ready and i was like wait i should make a get ready with me and he was like okay (laughs) i'm like you can be in it if you want he's like i don't want to do that but yeah i know what you mean it can be it can feel kind of like that sometimes like it 
intrudes on your like day-to-day life but that's kind of like the fun aspect of it yeah that's where you like draw inspiration from it's like a positive and a negative it's like great because you can like think about anything and be like oh that just inspired like an idea or i just saw a tiktok and i'm like oh i could make a response to that yeah so it's good and bad the the negatives are like just the parts like sometimes i feel like i would be like oh my god i feel like i'm not doing enough or like you know what i mean oh, like so you girl, get on yourself about not doing enough i i am like that yeah. i so feel that like well and that's the thing too is i feel like i compare myself a lot yeah. and i have to it just in my head and i have to like really remind myself i'm like okay not everyone has has equal opportunity exactly like okay my whole thing is i really get on myself about nepo babies yeah i'm like oh i have to like be a successful actor by the time i'm like 22 it's like that's not realistic like i came from like nothing in michigan and now i live here yeah and i'm still like working on my career but yeah i totally feel that that imposter syndrome where you're just like one you don't feel like you when you do get a good opportunity you're like oh my god like i still need to do more yeah I don't know. I I so relate to that feeling. And it's so, if you don't control it, it's so easy to like let it get out of hand, I think. Yeah. And I think that's where like being mentally strong and really like leaning into your confidence kind of helps with that. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. And I think the biggest thing is what, what I'm trying to learn is also like the concept of resting. Like if I'm resting and I'm still telling myself, oh, I need to be doing more. I shouldn't be relaxing. I shouldn't be doing, you know, it's not rest. You know what I yeah, mean? It's like, you're it's not more truly stressful. relaxing. Yeah. No, totally. So I'm trying to take that time to be like, okay, like it's okay if you don't do anything related to content today. It's okay yeah. if you don't, you know what I mean? If you don't do that, it's okay. So I'm trying to remind myself of those things. And yeah. like you said, even with like comparison, I'm like, oh, but like this person, has uh, this they already have like 50 million followers and they've only been doing it a year like you know what yeah. i mean and then it's like you know like you said not everyone has equal opportunity there are even with social media algorithms favor certain people more than others yeah girl and ultimately when it comes to social media and things like that it's like you can't really compare it to like when i was working a corporate job and like okay i made a really cool gift set or i made a really cool product and like now people are buying it like it's not measurable when you think of social media like so just because like you're getting likes or you're getting this or you're getting that like you can't take it as oh this video flops so i'm a bad creator you know what i mean yeah it's like it's like like the overall career of it not just like one or two instances exactly totally no uh, okay i totally relate to that like i said um for example this week i had an audition to do like an ad campaign that would literally like change my life like i i and to be honest when i got the call from my agent that i had this audition i was like i don't know if i'm totally right for this yeah but i like went and did it anyway and it was my first time auditioning for this casting director wow. and they like auditioned for a lot of big shows like they did like Orange is the New Black wow. like a lot of like well-known things so I just like went to the audition I did my best it was like whatever and then there's this thing in um like acting where it's called pinning and so if you um, sometimes your agent will call you or the casting director will contact you and they'll be like, oh, you were pinned for this role, which basically means ca- the casting director liked you and they picked you and like one or two other people to wow. production and production then decides like who they want to pick. Right. And so when I found that out, I was like, holy shit. And I like freaked out. That's amazing. Yeah. And I was so excited. But then like I had 
ultimately didn't get the role. And instead of like thinking to myself, like, oh, I didn't get it. Like I missed out or I like, I could have done this. I thought to myself, like, this is still a win because I met this casting director. I never met them before. They liked me. They recommended me to production. Production still considered me. Yeah, You know what I mean? Cause like, if the casting director recommends somebody and production is like, no, they're not going to pin you. They'll be like, okay, right. no. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like such a win. You have to take those things and like really, uh, like you said, like take the little wins for what you have because it's like you never know. Maybe it wasn't right in this moment. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I used to like, I auditioned for like, not audition, but like I uh, kind of auditioned for like Big Brother and a couple other like reality TV oh my God, shows yes. a while Wait, ago. I know people who do casting for that. Really? So if you want to do it, let me oh know. Oh my God, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> but like when I did it, I remember there was times that I didn't get it. And then like when I watched the season, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm not on this season. Because yeah. me and none of the people like would have meshed. And it would have not been the right, right. And situation. Like, exactly. So yeah. The people who ended up go because like to be real it's like usually one to two black people per season <laughs> no but that's the, the tea the people who ended up on there i was like okay they definitely fit with this cast better so sometimes it's not even like you're not a good fit or you're not talented it's like maybe you're just not a right fit for this cast or for exactly. this you know what i mean and there's gonna be another one that's gonna suit you better like there's people who had auditioned for years and years yeah and they placed them with a certain cast that they knew they would be good with you know what I mean? yeah totally and i can even see that with like content creation like maybe you don't get a brand deal you want yeah. or like you do a brand deal and the video doesn't do as well as you like wanted to do yeah like that does, it's like exactly like you said it doesn't mean you're bad at your job it's just like a moment in time and it doesn't have to reflect your whole career exactly so yeah oh my god i love this <laughs> i love being a girl boss <laughs> okay speaking of what's something a girl boss would never do never never um i think ultimately talking down on others hustles basically yes. that's what i think because it's like even though we are girl bosses and we're so fortunate to be able to do the things that we want to do and like have that creative outlet you know some people have to hustle before they can do those things you know what i mean yeah and like, it's like i've worked every crazy job you can imagine from like you know i used to walk around the street and put posters up you know what i mean and that yes. was terrible but like no totally you know it's like you do these little things and like as long as you're doing your hustle and you're trying to get somewhere and you're making an effort i feel like that's so respectable so like never shame judge. yeah like no i totally agree and it's just like the people around you if they're successful you will also be successful yeah you know what i mean so if you're like judging even if it's not like someone you're close to like someone who maybe you know and they're also working towards what you're working on Mm -hmm. like i feel like that's just making bad karma for yourself oh yeah to put it in like a simple term (laughs) like it's just like you're like judging them but then like you're also not where you want to be so yeah yeah you know what i mean like how are you better than them right you know what i mean like I, I kind of relate to what you're saying. Cause I remember last summer I like had just moved into my apartment by myself and I was like, okay, I need to like get my savings up. Cause I yeah. like, just moved. So I spent like a month just like working and I didn't really spend time with my like acting stuff. Yeah. And then I like started to feel guilty and I was like, oh my God, are other people going to judge me that I'm not like working on my acting stuff in this moment? And it's like, yeah. no, cause I need to do what I need to do. Like in this moment, exactly. and it's not going anywhere. I just need to focus on this, this month or this week or for some people it's a longer time than that you know so yeah i totally agree with that don't judge other people yeah you can't shame people for their hustle like as long as they're like still following their goals and they have a plan and or maybe they don't have a plan but they know what they want they're like optimistic like you got to do certain things to get to where you want to be right and it's like mind your business yeah (laughs) like why why are you judging other people that's how i feel about people who like okay for example i'm trying to like i my one of my goals this year has to been uh, to work on my TikTok yeah. and like post more. I see you, girl. 
I know. I'm like, you like support me and I support you back. But like, I've been trying to like discipline myself to do that because I used to get so embarrassed when I would post something and I like wouldn't do well. And I would be like, oh my God, I should just like not post anything. But then like, that doesn't help because TikTok is like such a different algorithm than what we're used to. Like you have to kind of go through like the trial and error. Like you post something, you get like 12 likes and then maybe the next video you post, it like gets better and better. Yeah. It's, I feel like that's where I'm a millennial. Like I think of it as like Instagram where like if you post something and it doesn't get a lot of likes, you're like, don't post anything. Literally. But that's not the game of TikTok. It's what I've learned. I'm telling this to you and you're like, bitch, I know. But <laughs> no, yeah. I feel the same way too. Like if I do one thing and like it flops, I'm like, oh my God, I'm never doing this thing again. I'm like, everyone's judging me. And it's like, no. It's like, no, keep doing it. The algorithm's weird sometimes. And I've had videos that like flopped months later, like a month later take off and gain like 20,000 more views or yeah. like, and then I'm like people are asking questions about it and I'm like damn I shouldn't have stopped that series because now everyone's asking questions and like yeah. I could have just kept going and they would have had their answers you know what I mean totally especially with like some of the content you do like I feel like you know let's say you post a video about like the best rooftops in New York yeah. and then like a couple months later it's like summer and people are looking for yeah. rooftops and then your video starts like resurfacing again you know so exactly. yeah I totally get that it's like such a mental hurdle to get over yeah i know that's the biggest part of it you just have to be like you know what just keep doing it just keep posting no matter what even if it flops keep posting keep posting keep posting because the tiktok algorithm is forever versus instagram is kind of like for a week you know yeah and then it can like trail off exactly like i have videos from like my miami trip from a year ago going viral now you know what i mean because now people are going to miami like yeah so it's like even if it doesn't do well in the moment just like keep posting and then like something will pick up oh my god and you know what it is too i feel like it's if it's a kind of thing you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't yeah because i had this video last week tea i had this video last week where it was talking about gentrification yeah and i posted it thinking like oh no one's gonna really see this wrong i got like i think like 20k views wow and then like 1600 likes and people were arguing in my comments oh my god and i started to get anxiety because i was like people are arguing engagement (laughs) i'm like well yeah that's what i heard i heard it's like good to like have people argue yeah yeah it's engagement you know yeah and that's the thing with social media too it's like you've got to really be ready for anything to go viral but anything to like go viral because or for bad reason well because like when people start in your comments like that's when it gets crazy um when i first started tiktok it was like around the time of like the George Floyd stuff. And I yes. remember I made a video about someone being racist on like, like an artist that was racist and all his fans, all his fans like flooded my comments and were going crazy. And back then I was like so new to like going viral and stuff. So I was arguing back with them. In the yes. comments. Like, no, but then it was like, it gets, you get crazy. Cause then it's like, you're constantly checking your comments. You're constantly, oh my you God, know? Yes. And then it's like, it was like for a week, it was like crazy. And I was like, okay, I, my sister was like, you need to just put your phone down and like step away. And I was like, yeah because if you keep engaging and stuff you can go crazy so it's like you know what if it goes viral and they're arguing in the comments just like let them argue and like take a step back because it can really drive you crazy yeah oh my god that's such a good that's like such good advice i (laughs) me i needed to hear that (laughs) okay so let's wrap up we're almost done um what's some advice you want to leave with the listeners our fellow crazy bitches (laughs) i need like a nice term to call my listeners because i feel like crazy is like not very nice but i mean it in a nice way but whatever (laughs) what's some advice you want to leave with the listeners 
I would say whatever you want to do and whatever goals you have, like go at them tenfold, manifest what you want, and honestly just keep striving towards it. Do whatever you have to do and whatever you need to do to get there, whether yeah. it's working a crazy job that you hate or whether it's, you know, going outside your comfort zone and maybe like networking with new people like just yeah. keep doing things that like take you outside your comfort zone to get where you want to go because it's gonna happen you just have to take the steps to get there oh my god yes Ugh. literally this whole conversation has made me be like i need to go make 10 tiktoks like i'm like so inspired <laughs> oh thank you and i yeah i really think that you know i i agree with everything you said and i think sometimes like especially when i'm by myself and i'm like alone with my thoughts i'm like oh why are you doing this yeah. you're not where you want to be yeah and so it's so helpful to hear people like you or see like someone like you do achieve everything that you want yeah like to like i was saying earlier i feel like i'm just like kissing the ground you walk on but i feel like that is truly like what i find motivating is when i hear other people say like yeah i feel that way too but i step outside my comfort zone and i go for it anyway yeah because it is such a hard thing to do but there's kind of like strength in numbers like if i see someone else go outside their comfort zone and get what they want i'm like okay i can do that too yeah, yeah. you know it's hard so, not to like beat yourself up sometimes about yeah. like you know but i saw a tiktok the other day and they were, they were like you know, you talking down on yourself and like beating yourself up doesn't change anything. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you're still in the same place. So whether you just go for it versus it's only delaying it. You know what I mean? So yeah. like you're like, oh, well, I shouldn't even do that because it's not worth it. No one cares, whatever. You might as well just do it. And if nobody does care, at least you did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't take anything. Like it, it only delays what you want to do by like talking down on yourself and like delays you from your goals. So it's like, just yes. go for it, you know? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay, well, thank you, Jenna, so much. Of course. I love podcasting with you. I was like listening to you talk and I'm like I can't wait till one day you're doing like a TED talk about oh content creation uh, I hope oh so. my god Knock you're on wood. dude you're so like articulate like uh, I I feel like I'm well spoken but I have my bad speech patterns but you're always well spoken Aww. you have such like a clear line of thought literally the first time I podcasted with you it was so easy to edit oh my god like sometimes even when I edit episodes and it's just me I'm like Christian you learn how to fucking talk bitch <laughs> But yeah, I love everything you're doing. Why don't you share where people can find you? Yeah, share anything course. you're working on, you're excited about? Yeah, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube soon. Um, I'm on YouTube, but I yes. don't have a ton of videos yet. But TikTok and Instagram, it's at Jenna Kwanne, J-A-N-N-E-H-K-O-N-N-E-H. Um, and then check me out on YouTube. Should be posting more this summer. Yes, love. We can't wait to see the Summer Club vlogs. Yes. Oh we're my bringing, God. We're, we're bringing outside. the... Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, we're bringing the vlogging camera to Summer Club. Yes. That is the vibe. Um, side notes. I'm sure most people who listen know this. I love Summer Club and so does Jenna. That's how we... That's one of the many yes. things we bonded on. So you will see us outside this summer and uh, follow her to see all her adventures. Yes. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, guys, that's all I have for you this week. So like I said, if you liked this episode, make sure you rate it, leave a review, share it with a friend, share it on your Instagram. I don't know what your prerogative is, but pick one of those things. Um, if you'd like to follow us, you can follow us at Formerly Crazy on TikTok or Instagram. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Christian Lake Dior with two R's on Instagram and Christian Lake Dior on TikTok. Um, I'm popping off on there too, so follow me. Um, thank you guys so much, and I will see you all next time. Mwah.